0: Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, February 17, 2022. The pandemic is receding in Italy. In the north, where it had a greater impact and where the growth was more abrupt, the reduction in hospitalization is more decisive. Nearly three out of four patients hospitalized for COVID are not vaccinated or have not received the booster dose more than 120 days after the second dose. A newly published survey says that for almost one in two Italians, 41%, the end of the pandemic is now near. The share of Italians who think the worst is over is much higher than about a year ago, when only 17% thought so in March 2021. Moreover, half of the sample believes that COVID-19 is now less dangerous than before. In September 2021, it was 37%, and in March 2021, only 19% thought so. When asked, do you feel concerned about your health? Only 18% of respondents answered yes, compared to 35% in March 2021 however the omicron effect as is being felt as on the specific question of perceiving oneself to be at risk if of infection 38% responded positively a sharp increase from last September when it was 26% This data is important today when some restrictions are being loosened and the end of the emergency is in sight because it shows that Italians are ready and aware to live with the virus, regaining some lost freedom but without superficial behaviours. In the meantime, Italian scientists are working on a vaccine that, once developed, could be the ideal vaccine for the annual booster shots against COVID that will most likely start after the summer. This vaccine attacks a different protein from the one attacked so far, but the one targeted by this new vaccine is not subject to to subsequent mutations and seems to generate an immune memory that could be a guarantee of a long-lasting protective effect. The Italian Instituto Superiore di Sanità now has additional studies in the pipeline to establish parameters such as the safety of the vaccine platform and its tolerability. These parameters will be essential to lay the foundation for future clinical studies to definitely confirm the efficacy of this discovery. The new report on Italian pensions has shown a figure that for the accounts of the Italian economy is positive but derives from a real tragedy caused by the Covid. The savings in spending on pensions of the Italians is 1.1 billion euros and the cause are the deaths due to the Covid of the Italians over 62 years old. Until 2029 there will consequently be a lower expenditure of 11.9 billion. To date, the system is in equilibrium and will also be in equilibrium in 15 years, in 2035, when the last banks of the baby boomers born from the post-war period to 1980 will have retired. However, in order to maintain pension sustainability, it will be essential to intervene, in particular on the retirement age, currently among the lowest in Europe. 62 is the effective age in Italy compared to the European average of 65 despite the life expectancy uh, expectancy that in Italy is among the highest in the world. Among the mistakes of the past that should not be repeated is certainly the excessive anticipation of retirement. There are 476,000 Social Security checks paid for 40 years or more to Italians who retired in 1980 or even earlier. The record of duration of the oldest pensions still in force today is an average of almost 45 years while world statistics say that the correct average of pension years, that is the period from when a person retires to when he or she dies, should not exceed 25 years. Now, We would not go into the merits of the matter, but it is important to mention that in the last few days many Italians have been disappointed by the decision of the Italian Constitutional Court, the counterpart of the American Supreme Court, which has rejected two referendums promoted by collecting more than a million signatures for each. In Italy this is how it works. If at least 500,000 signatures are collected or at least five regional parliaments vote in favor, it is possible to ask for the total or partial abrogation of a law through a referendum, which will be valid only if at least half of those who have the right to vote go to the polls and vote yes. There is no such thing as a propositional referendum, only an abrogative one. And it is the only real and concrete possibility for citizens to vote directly on a law, since the numerous popular initiative proposals uh, have been ignored by the Italian parliament for decades. But after collecting the signatures, before organizing the abrogative referendum that is a control of the Constitutional Court, which watches over the hypothesis uh, hypothesis of uh, unconstitutionality of the eventual law that would be born in case of partial abrogation of the previous one. It is a very complicated way of legislating, because sometimes it is difficult to repeal single parts or even only words of a law in order to obtain the result, and to make sure that the text that remains is valid, coherent and respectful. respectful of other laws and of the Constitution. The Constitutional Court says now that in these two cases this exercise of difficult legislative engineering has failed and therefore the millions of signatures collected are useless and referendums will not take place. The Court does not give political evaluations but only juridical ones, but it is clear that the supporters of the change in the subjects of the referendum are displeased, while instead those who think that the laws in question should remain as they are today are happy. And the topics on which Italians will not be able to say what they think in the total inactivity of the Parliament that does not want to move on these issues are very delicate. They are the freedom to choose how and when to end one's life in case of long and painful illnesses, today forbidden to Italians who are forced to do it secretly or to go to Switzerland to do it, and the possibility to cultivate cannabis without violating the law. Today is an important anniversary for the recent history of our country. On February 17, 1992, exactly 30 years ago, Mario Chiesa was arrested. Mario Chiesa was a man known only to a few in Milan, in Lombardy, and caught while receiving a bribe of 7 million lire, today 3,600 euros or $4,000, just $4,000. Mario Chiesa was just a small wheel in a much larger mechanism and revealed that he had taken the first bribe in 1974. It seemed to be one of the many episodes of corruption, unfortunately, common in Italy, but from there started an avalanche that involved almost all the Italian political class, made the Italian economy collapse, elevated the judges of the court of Milan to real stars, caused the arrest of hundreds of local and national politicians, several suicides, a number of final convictions very low compared to the number of arrests, and especially a political, social, cultural and economic earthquake from which Italy has not yet fully recovered. Obviously you will find those who believe that this earthquake, which took the name of Tangentopoli, has changed Italy for the better and those who will say that it has changed it for the worse. Here again, we will not go into the merits of the mother, but we will limit ourselves to confirming that, yes, absolutely, Tangentovoli has changed Italy a lot. And today, exactly 30 years have passed since the episode that triggered this earthquake. The video ends by celebrating two great Italian female athletes who have made history at the Beijing Winter Olympics each for a different reason. The first is Sofia Goggia, who just 23 days after the serious injury that caused her a torn ACL and a partly broken leg, with a truly incredible recovery, managed to win the silver medal in the downhill. The second is Ariana Fontana, who, with the silver medal in the short track, has become the Italian woman athlete who has won more medals in the history of Italian sport. Uh, She uh, uh, went to the podium, she has been on the podium 11 times, starting at the age of 16 at the Turin Olympics in 2006. Both Sofia and Arianna will not stop here and to both of them goes the thanks and admiration of all of us Italians, of all of we, the Italians. It's so for now. It's so for today. This was with Italian News. Please once again, please take care and stay safe. Protect yourselves. I'll see you next Monday. My name is Umberto Mucci, and this is with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.